do work, get fit, get mo. The Momentum Fitness Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Momentum Fitness Podcast. I'm Jim Brewer, your host, and I have my co-host with me. Jackie Burstead. And we are have a fun episode um, we'd like to share with you. Jackie and I are celebrating our 10-year anniversary. 10 years of being co-owners of Momentum Fitness, 10 years of a terrific partnership, and 10 years of really changing lives. And so to start, we're going to go through and just tell you our origin story, kind of where we got our start, and then how we met, and then we'll probably just ramble a little bit about what the last 10 years have looked like in developing a business, a culture, and really a lifestyle in the fitness business. So Jackie, why don't you start? Yeah, it, I just, it's amazing how fast this 10 years is flowing by um, when we look back at, at our history together with that. Um, but we started together, Jim and I met um, probably 12 years ago, I would say, and we were working together at a, another facility in Eau Claire. Um, and I happened to be looking for a little bit of a change just to match things up, and I came into momentum to... Uh, see if Kurt, who is still here with us, was looking for a personal trainer. Um, I was working with, uh, I coached a class called Project Hot Moms at the time and seeing if I could bring that here. And he was very open to it, but he surprised me with an email the very next day that asked if I'd be interested in purchasing Momentum rather than just coming on board as a trainer. And so I came from education, I was a teacher, to personal training, to going, oh my goodness, I never thought about being a business owner, but yeah, let me think about that. I was working with Jim at the time. We had clicked. We really didn't know each other super well, um, just colleagues. And I asked him if that'd be something he'd be interested in. And ooh, fast forward, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. It's in, and so... Where I was at when I met Jackie 12 years ago is I had just graduated college. Um, I was hired from a different fitness facility to be the head strength and conditioning coach at a summer camp in Chippewa Falls. I did that, and I was working at the time through different jobs. I was coaching high school football. I was doing the strength and conditioning, and then I was also working at Menards in the uh, garden center. Slowly um, phased my way out of the retail space. I was primarily going to be a coach. Um, didn't know if I was going to stay on as uh, a trainer, but I was enjoying that. And then what started to bloom from that was training the kids. I started to get relationships with their adult parents, and then their parents were asking me about their training. And slowly I started to build a clientele list of people. Um, I did that for probably a year, and in that time got to know Jackie. And then I got a random text message or phone call to coffee, and... Jackie had mentioned that she's looking at leaving and she's going to be buying Momentum Fitness and if I want to be her partner. And I had been out of college for a year and a half. I was still very, very broke. I had two college roommates at the time that I was living with off campus <laughs> uh, trying to still figure out my life. I still had my same automobile from high school yet. And I remember, I remember looking at Jackie and being like, I mean... I got to say yes, because this is an opportunity. And we had met with her husband, Paul, who is our uh, business accountant. And 
she goes, we'll talk with Paul once because I don't know if you're going to have much money because honestly, I had $5,000 to my name and I had no assets. I had nothing to, you know, go to a bank with as far as, hey, I need X number of money. And, you know, they're not going to give it to me. I didn't want to go to my parents, but um, Jackie and me talked with Paul and Paul mentioned that we can make it work. And we did. We really did. And it's it's funny how that's, you go back to those first few years that we um, started this place. I mean, if you go back to like really from the transition, I came over, then you came over and we were not owners initially. We were in the process of doing it with, with Kurt and signing the contract. I think we were probably here about three, four months. It was November. I remember it was around okay. November when I came over and we did November, December, January, and I think part of February because by the time we got the T's crossed and the I's dotted on the payout and everything was all set, um, it was around that early yeah. March. Yeah. So it actually, the transition from there, um, Kurt, were, we really worked well together, you know, the three of us. And then Kurt stayed on as really our mentor for probably, I mean, we still see Kurt. We, we value his, his membership now. But, boy, we really um, leaned on him quite a bit in the beginning, I think, asking his advice. And we kind of laugh. Like he was doing some things back then that we changed. And sure enough, we kind of circled right back to where he was at back then. He probably sat back and just kind of, we should have brought him on with this. He probably sat back and go, yep, he made that just, mistake he myself. Was just <laughs> down here, too. I feel we should have. Yeah, we had... Uh, we definitely did, did make a couple of the same mistakes twice. He did let us take our lumps and learn from them. Yeah. I remember the first year coming in here and just being super intimidated. Oh, um, for, for those wondering what we're talking about is uh, Kurt started Momentum in 2003. He moved to the, our current space. We're at off of London Road in 2009. He stuck it out here for about three years before he looked further into retirement. At the time, Kurt was... Um, I think he was in his mid to late fifties. Yes. Yeah. And I think it was, he was running this whole place by himself. And we also mentioned that to each other was how did he do this by himself as a one, one man show? Because you and I take on a lot of the responsibilities of the business, especially those early stages. And we'll talk more about um, our team development over this time, but boy, he had to have been running on all cylinders to get this, get it going oh for sure I don't that's what we think about a lot because I don't know I mean I honestly know I couldn't have done this without Jim I mean we definitely I think balance each other and I'm like okay to make a decision I'm like okay back and forth like that we really I think have different perspectives with our age and our difference and our you know male female that type of thing and um, I think it's really worked out well yeah yeah really just giving each other reinforcement to knowing we're doing the right thing to auditing or kind of interrogating things that may not make sense. And overall it's, it's worked itself out. Really you know, It's has. been some good juju to help keep this place a good aura and uh, to keep us, you know, together, not having any sort of fallouts. And it really came down to communication, um, getting into there with the same principles it was luck. I mean, you really, you didn't know me and I did not know you. We, it was, it was, yeah. Um, luck, trust. Trust. Yeah. With, uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. It grew. We grew to, with the business. 
our relationship did, I think, completely. And it just evolved over time where it's like your children were raised through this, you know, and I got relationships with your kids as a, you know, like a cool uncle. Very much so, yeah. And uh, (laughs) and it's, it's, uh, it's super, it's super, it's sweet, you know, and so yeah so we got to momentum the first uh the first year was extremely i wouldn't say chaotic i think it was we got put in a spot we weren't really groomed to be in yet we had a lot of learning to do and when we got here jackie and i really worked hard in the business where we were both training a lot on the floor we had a lot of clients we had a lot of classes we were coaching and you know i still well if i need a slice of humble pie I'll just pull out my schedule on mind body from 2014 when we first used it. And I would see, you know, eight hours of personal training in a day yeah. and you're the owner. So you're, on top of that, it's like, Oh, by the way, the light bulbs are out in half the facility and this isn't done. And this person wants an email back and this guy has a phone call that's need to be made. And don't forget to text back these other seven people, but you spend eight hours of your day with eight people doing personal training. So, yeah, completely. I just think back to that time and I'm kind of question how we did it. But that's with anybody too. I know when you're into it and you're passionate about it. But boy, I always say if I knew what we were getting into and we were to start that now, I'd be, uh, I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, I, <laughs> It'd be, uh, It would be tough. But, you know, through that time too, if you think of how our business has evolved and with COVID thrown in there, we have, um, it forced us to really make some procedures and policies and turn this into a business rather than as my husband told us once this is not a hobby this is a business yeah. <laughs> you need you, to charge people you, you have a lease <laughs> you have ex- you have energy bills you have yeah, oh yeah it costs money to run this hobby if you decide to do that so make it a business yeah payroll it's yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah i remember first getting started um not really knowing what was going on and Everybody had an opinion <laughs> of how, of what we should do, ideas that they had, all those uh, great things out there. And there's a few I, I can think of off the top of my head who were extremely helpful in the whole process of, uh, you know, helping us get into our roles and learn our processes. Um, but anybody out there who's in a business or thinking about starting a business, it's really going to be dependent on you really getting into understanding every facet of what makes your business move. So, you know, I talked earlier about all the training we're doing on the floor. Those first five years, we did a lot of on the floor with the members. And I think we probably won't be on the year 10 had we had not taken on that brunt of responsibility of actually operating the business and then stepping out and starting to groom coaches into facilitating the actual workouts on the floor and interacting with members and then us moving to work with our coaches, that's where we're starting to see this next turn. And I think that's entering into the 10 year and so on to see that next growth. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I think it it would, I wouldn't change anything um, from how we did it for sure. Oh, there might be pieces of like sure. oh man shouldn't have done that that yeah, way i wouldn't have i wouldn't have bought that thing that oh, doesn't get used <laughs> exactly well yeah right um but you know we all make those little mistakes but really in the big picture how we did immerse ourselves with that i think was the way to do it um and modeling because we'd find out what works you know with and 
and I think it's our personality too. I think we find ourselves, we took that test. What were we? What color was uh, that? I'm, uh, I'm stereotypical Libra. Okay, so, so is that orange, blue? I'm a blue. Okay, I'm a blue. People pleasers for sure. We yeah. like to please. We don't like confrontation, and it's mm. so funny for us both to be similar in that. Is hard for us to have those hard discussions sometimes with um, maybe a member that we have to have that hard discussion with, or an employee that we have to do. So, mm-hmm. I think we've definitely grown that way too. Absolutely. How many build-outs have we had we've since done, we've owned this place? We've done three remodels. Yeah. Yep. Um, that was always, I think also too, I think if we'd be really good at remodeling again. <laughs> we would. If, if, or, if, or if we had a blank slate to build a gym, we could probably build a pretty awesome gym. Wouldn't that be fun? Maybe yeah. Maybe one day. Stay we tuned. Could, we wish you had some fun news for everybody listening, but we don't. We're, we're, we are still in our old grocery store, but we, we crush it here. Exactly. You know, but next 10 years, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So, um, but, but talking more about uh, kind of devol- evolving from where we were 10 years ago to where we are now, those first you know five years working in the business, I look back on it and it's it really, when, when, when I came on as a trainer and you weren't too far behind me, I wasn't doing any training. I got involved in the fitness business in 2007, working at a global gym, selling memberships and making smoothies. I got into training as a water aerobics instructor. <laughs> I went on then to becoming a coach in athletics, working with the kids, and then it turned into adults. But I didn't have a whole lot of experience. I really needed to work as a trainer, a coach, and actually work hands-on with people who have struggles with lifestyle, fitness, wellness, health, mental health, you name it, and then step into that ownership role. So I look at it like those first few years were more like a hybrid internship where it's like, yeah, you better learn everything. You're going to get up at four o'clock in the morning. You're not going home until 830 that night. Let's go. And eventually you start to realize, all right, either I'm going to burn up and this is all going to go into flames or you start to have conversations, figure out where you want to be. And honestly, having a good work partner and a work team is one of the most important things that owners of any business probably value the most. Yeah, and that is true because people would say, you know, that's their biggest um, with the partnerships. You know, that can be, I don't even know. I've had people say, wow, you guys have been partners 10 years. You've never really had a disagreement. And I'm like, we really haven't. I mean, we, it doesn't mean we haven't always seen eye to eye on things, but that communication, you work it out and we're always doing what's best for the business. And when I say our business, our business is pretty personal. It's people, um, you know, we're service oriented and our members are our family. I mean, we really watch out for, you know, our family. We want the best for everyone that walks through our doors as well as each other and our staff. So, I mean, I can't, I'm so blessed to have this relationship that we, you know, really randomly came together um, with. And like you said, you've been, it is part of the family and not, not to get sappy, but you know, even my kids have said that, you know, the 10 year anniversary, like, oh man, I want to come back. We're going to come back and support you. And Jim too, he's part of our family. I want to make sure we're that, you know? So yeah. it's, it's so when we start talking about this, I'm like, ah, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. It's well, it's just, it, 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 we're hitting 10 years and you think back in the day, I remember when, so Jackie and I didn't just figure this all out through the school of hard knocks. We started to work smarter and not harder. And we hired our first business coach in 2015. 
at around that five year marker. Yes, yeah. We started working with a business coach and we've we've never worked with just one business coach. We've worked with um we're we've been to three different types of business coaching seminars just because that's what we need is leadership coaching. And mm-hmm. as we learned a become better leaders we've also been able to make better coaches and make better decisions because our decisions ultimately are made that align with our core values which is to keep our members kicking ass into their 90s and that's our mission if we can continue to do that and offer um, careers for um, great coaches to accelerate in that's just a bonus and when we eventually uh, back to what I was saying with the five five year marker that I we were told that a business I don't know what percentage of businesses fail their first five years. It's, I don't a, it's very it was, large. It surprised me, yeah. But what was really cool about that is they said the percentage who make it from five beyond five years, the percentage to make it to ten goes up substantially. So I remember going through those sleepless nights, those long training days, uh, um, under being underprepared for certain things because I just wasn't. I was spread so thin that I was only putting. Heart, some effort to certain at tasks that dealt with the gym you know early on we were we were losing coaches right and left they yeah. come on for six months they'd be gone we weren't retaining our coaches um little things like that but as we got to that five-year marker it's like okay we started learning things we started to figure it out a little bit more and then we knew this next five years we're gonna either we're gonna make it to 10 and sure as hell we're, we're to 10 yeah <laughs> now i'll have to google what the 10 year to 20 would equal <laughs> but um what we started to do is started to phase into learning about how to become better leaders, you know, in, in what that looks like, how we can take, for example, interns, we got interns starting all the time. How do we take an intern and in a short period of time, make them into a top notch coach? And what do we do there? And Jackie and I learned that it comes down to having a relationship with the team and knowing what happiness level our team is at what their happiness level is on living their ideal day, having a fulfillment within their job, a sense of accomplishment, having freedom, um, also having financial freedom, being able to pay them and compensate them well for what they do. And the first five years, we we didn't know. We weren't doing that. No, no, we weren't. And we lost some good coaches that way too, but mm-hmm. we just didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, completely. Then, um, we're still learning. But, you know, that year five to year 10, I think we started to really build uh, we went from having a bachelor's degree to having some master's degrees in businesses. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we neither of us went into owning a business with any sort of business background. I don't, oh gosh, no. Do you have a lemonade stand on the corner of Lowe's Creek, Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I did that. Yeah. No, no. I mowed right? lawns, but I never got paid for it. <laughs> I was also right. bad about collecting. Yeah, so mowing lawns was my hobby. <laughs> there we go. But, a little uh, landscaping out yeah, there. Yeah, but I never. Uh, I never had a business um, ideal. I think being a blue. I would, if we go back to olden times, I'd be really great at trading and bartering. Like I'd maybe help the milkman to do burpees and then I get milk. There we go. Exactly. But we started learning why um, it's important to have an effective, profitable business because that's what our members want. Um, If we were to one day say, oh, we're shutting our doors because we don't have enough money to run the gym. I will pretty much 100% guarantee every member would look at us and be like, just charge us more. Yeah. Charge us more. Why, why would you let this thing sink? This, we love this place. We're making decisions on best interest for the members. And 
those are the things that we've done to grow to this point. It is. And sometimes those decisions haven't been easy and they've been nerve wracking, but that is always been the baseline of our decision is, um, or the foundation of it is what can we do to make it better for our members and for our staff? Yeah. Ideally. What, um, do you have any, I know, I don't know where I'm for time right now, but I'm just thinking, do you have any, like any things that really stand out? Any certain memories that stand out? Any funny stories? You know, I, that would almost be another good one to talk about because you go back and look at, I was going back through our Facebook and social media posts and I'm like, oh my goodness, this goes back a long ways, all kinds of pictures and, and stuff like that. So, um, I'm trying to think, um, we have a member, Joe Tyson, who, um, a lot of people know him. He's our, he's heavy lifter. He, you know, bench presses, deadlifts and, um, squats, but, when we were doing one of our build outs, I was up here. <laughs> it was learning how to, what's it called when I was cutting that thing off? Um, Scraping the top. Oh, using the angle grinder. Yeah. I was yeah. using an angle grinder and sending up these sparks. Uh huh. And I just remember, I don't know why it struck me funny because I was in my jeans and a flannel. And it's just what you do, like own a business. It's like, oh, I can do that. I'm not going to pay someone to do that. Right. And I just remember, like, this made me feel so good. I think Joe was impressed with me handling my angle grinder. <laughs> I, bet. I don't know why that stands out. It but should. It should, because Joe, Joe was here before we were. Yes. So he's an OG. He's been a part of Momentum for longer than Jackie and I have. And he's a contractor. So he's watching you create angle grind and, and work and and welding. I was uh, my brother was teaching me how to weld. So our banister up here, our railing, I got to weld that. So he, I was like, all right, that's awesome. I went up on Joe's <laughs> list. Yeah, I think um, one of my fondest memories was uh, when we first bought the gym. We needed a washer and dryer. They didn't have one yet. Yes. Um, we needed we've needed a water heater and um, my my in my family. Uh, I come from a blue collar family. My dad was a steam fitter. My grandpa was a steam fitter. My uncle's a master plumber. My two cousins are steam fitters. I got another, they're iron workers, electricians. So my backup plan was I went to college. I was a jock. I was going to play football and get a PE degree. And after probably a couple of years of, I'd probably end up hating teaching and eventually end up in the trades. Um, luckily I did, I didn't, uh, I got into business and now this is kind of where I probably stay. But um, I called up my family to come up, and th we bring up, the, I call them the, the A-team. And it's my dad, his two brothers, and probably another couple, my cousin or something. But they come up, and uh, they'll do a little bit of side work. Uh, and they don't let me pay them. They, let me buy them. they only let me buy them lunch. But uh, we've done, we've changed out water heaters. We've bent, uh, we've pulled wire. We've bent conduit. We've wired up um, everything, and it's I, I get like super excited about that because they're the guys that I kind of grew up idolizing. You know, my one of my backup plans was become a tradesman, just like my uncles, and that was always really cool. And I'm very grateful for that. And they have a lot of those values as far as work ethic, um, humanity, humanity, and uh, that was pretty fun to see that. Yeah. You know, that and that reminds me too when we we did. Um, some moving around of equipment here and when we move around equipment here it, it's a process and it's just amazing when we say we're going to do something the members that show up to oh. help it, it's just you know it truly is it's um i don't know it's so it, it catches me off guard all the time i'm just overwhelmed that you know they're like well it's our place too we want to help out 
Yeah. And that means so much. Yeah. For sure. Or if we yeah. need help with something, hey, we're doing water stations for the Little Care Marathon. How many members are out of the blue? Hey, we'll be able to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. Well, you look back, um, we've contributed to a lot of different um, events and fundraising events and needs in our 10 years. Um, and and that was momentum doing that. It wasn't Jim and Jackie doing that. It was our community who really did it. We started with Joshua's Camp was the very first yeah. one. And that was when you did a thousand burpees. Yep. Um, it all started on a silly bet. Yep. But it happened. And I think, did we raise $12,000 for Joshua's raised, Camp? We raised $12,000 for Joshua's Camp. And I quit gambling that day. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, the, then, the fundraisers, I, I'm excited. You know, we've, we've been doing this 10-year planning and going back in the archives and pulling out some of these things, and you, it is, it's momentum that's done yeah. that. And you talked about COVID earlier. COVID really told us immediately that momentum is the people in this gym. Oh, If you take yes. them, if you take the people out of this, all we are is an, is an old grocery store with used exercise equipment. You bring the people in, that's where the real magic starts to happen. That's where you start to see community. And the community it's overused, it's cliche, but it is something once you experience it, it's many levels, people experience community, it's very powerful. And you get a tribe of people, you get that many people in your corner that have your back, you can become unstoppable. And whatever facet that looks like for you, um, whether it's a gym, a church, uh, a club of some type, pickleball for some of the pickleball people yeah. out there but community is very powerful and we've seen it impact our lives for 10 years and and beyond yeah. and our coaches lives that is for sure yeah i don't i think that's a good spot to end right yeah, there cool. awesome. so uh april 1st 6 p.m we have our 10-year anniversary party if you're listening out there and you've ever experienced momentum in any capacity stop on in say hi check the place out and we look forward to seeing you yeah a great one everyone bye you guys the momentum fitness podcast listen on spotify apple podcasts the iHeartRadio app and anywhere quality podcasts are heard be sure to leave a five-star rating and a comment if you'd like the momentum fitness podcast